Sasha made it seem like that wasn't amazing. I don't know. It's the lag. Who's to say? We'll only find out in post. True. <laughs> Full disclosure, this is the second time we are doing this today. Because, uh, surprisingly, technology <laughs> problems that... Lib's AirPods had low batteries. <laughs> due to technology issues that stemmed from me not taking care of my technology. <laughs> okay, everybody. I am going to jump right in yes. and not drag it out. We have Anders with us today. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And I am so deeply and truly excited to discuss I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends, Confessions of a Reality Show Villain by Courtney Robertson with Deb Bear. Uh. Shout out to Deb Bear. (laughs) Um, Anders and I currently have the only two copies of this book (laughs) that the Seattle Public Library ever checked out. There are two copies. There was no wait. Nope. Immediately. I got it the day after you did. No, I, I'm really excited about this book. I truly had a lot of fun reading it. But before we do, I have two personal anecdotes I do want to share. The first is, Liv's heard them both, but Anders, let me tell you about a dream I had. I am in the audience <laughs> perspective. This is thrilling. <laughs> Okay, so the other night I had a dream mm-hmm. that I was a contestant on The Bachelor, and I've never had that dream before. <laughs> oh, yeah, but this I was a contestant is a good on one. The Bachelor. Okay. And they were like, okay, like, it's, it's it was, like, literally, like, the first week. And mm-hmm. so they were like, first date, The Bachelor and this girl, like, everyone's unnamed, faceless, like, I don't recognize anyone. The Bachelor and this girl are going to go on a date, and it's skiing. And also, Catherine and Sean Lowe are also going to go as, like, <laughs> former Bachelor, like, just yes. to, like, go have a good time. And also, for some reason, there's an extra spot on the date. So who wants to go? And me and my brain, I'm like, I want to go skiing. That sounds fun. <laughs> Can I go skiing? And they're like, yes, absolutely. Hop on up here. Um, okay. But then they're like, okay. Then it gets, like, listen to your hearty. Because they're like, okay. <laughs> This is, like, a competition, and, like, part of the competition is how into each other you are, and, like, Grace, obviously, The Bachelor and this girl are together, and Catherine and Sean Lowe are together, so we're just gonna pull in this producer, and we're gonna, like, say he's The Bachelor's friend or something, okay? (laughs) And he's your partner. And I'm like, absolutely, I'm excited to go skiing, I'm excited for this, this will be fun. Mm -hmm. But then... I'm a fucking idiot, and I'm so mad at my dream self because I got too competitive, and I started pretending like I was in to the producer slash friend person, and then the producers were like, okay, now we're making this a storyline, and I'm like, wait, shit, I can't backpedal, I can't go pretend to be in love with The Bachelor now, because then it'll look fake, and I was like, I'm seriously going to be off this show, like, week two or three, and I was so mad yeah. at my dream self for letting that happen to me. I'm That's smarter than that. You are smarter I'm than that. Yes, better than that. Here's the thing. I also just don't believe that you have the ability to fake being into men like that. <laughs> I was very convincing, I'll have you know. Uh, you're very convincing. <laughs> in my dream. In my dream. I was very convincing. In my dream. I was, I just, was really I was like, like, I, I just don't. Slash friend character. <laughs> Like, I don't find it believable that they thought she's into one man man versus two. (laughs) Or let alone two. You really were combining every Bachelor property. Like, that was Bachelor Winter Games 
plus yeah. the seat to your heart, plus the bachelor, bachelor pad vibes, like everything. I threw it all in there, except for paradise. <laughs> except maybe for paradise. if we, if I, if I hadn't woken up, maybe we would have gotten a little a little touch of that. You could have skied down anyway. to a beach. It's a dream that could have happened. <laughs> so that was my dream. I'm so sorry um, that you screwed yourself out of your dream run I'm, on the bachelor. Like literally mad mm. at my dream self. Mm. But anyway, I also had a very tumultuous day today mm-hmm. because I got the flattest tire in the whole world mm. on my way home. But I like also didn't notice because I don't think anything happened. Like I don't like I didn't hit a curb. I didn't run over anything. Uh-huh. I just think I had low tire pressure for like one too many days. Oopsie. <laughs> Everyone, if your low tire pressure light comes on, apparently that's not one to ignore. <laughs> I thought it'd be fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, like, my car starts making noises when I'm on, like, 80th and Aurora, and I'm like, hmm, this is a Prius. A Prius should never make any noise, like, (laughs) and so I get home, and I look at my car, and I'm like, wow, that is literally the flattest tire I've ever seen in my life. Okay, great news. Um, how did it keep driving? I don't know. I I have no idea. Like, it was making noise, but it wasn't, like, complaining at me. I, I should not have made it home. But in our behind me is our neighbor. We have a neighbor named Henry. Love and Henry, Henry is mm. amazing. We adore Henry. Henry's like so. We handy. cherish him. We I'm cherish not sure him. he exists like, when we don't see him. But it's <laughs> a very self-absorbed way of looking at Henry. Okay. <laughs> a lot of ways I look at things are self-absorbed. <laughs> Why are we picking this one? <laughs> Okay, but, like, for reference, like, one time we were, like, building a bike structure in our yard, and we were like, oh, no, we don't have a circular saw. So we were like, Henry, do you have a circular saw? And another time, Ellie had to, like, Ellie's car was fucked up. Yeah, the bumper fell off in the front. Actually, she asked Jewel, our other next-door neighbor, if Jewel had a drill, and Jewel was like, Henry! (laughs) And then Henry came over and, like, literally used, like, industrial tools to, like, bracket Ellie's bumper back together. Oh, my God. He's he's perfect. We love him. He's so kind. So, anyway, Henry's in the yard behind me. Mm -hmm. And I, in my heart, I'm like, Henry! Yeah. But... I, I stop myself because I'm like, that's not Henry's job. We don't want to use like, him. Henry's job is not to save my butt when I have, like, a dad I can call. I have roommates I can ask. I've only just gotten home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I get home, and I text Ellie, and I'm like, can you help me f- change my flat tire? And she's like, you have AAA. <laughs> like, I forgot. <laughs> so I call AAA. I feel like we the need to emphasize why Grace should have known that she had AAA because earlier this I've year. I've used it twice yeah, in the last year. Not only has she oh used it, she helped Ellie fake it was her using it. Like, I have never once remembered that I have AAA. I always have to call someone about my car troubles and have them be like, you have AAA. Also, when you texted me about this, I fully thought you were stranded somewhere, but your car was just parked at your house. Was, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um... But anyway, so Yared from AAA comes. Okay. He's a gem. He's like, if you're happy, I'm happy. Like, you're oh. the boss. Just let let me help. We love Yared. Yared goes. Mm-hmm. Henry has been standing in his yard the whole time watching this. <laughs> Just kind of standing there watching. And across the street, he shouts, flat tire, eh? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, and at this point, like, the scare is on. I've got an appointment at Firestone tomorrow. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But Henry, like, walks over and he's like, what happened? 
And I'm like, I don't know, like, here, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, let me look at it. So he pulled out the tire, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This looks totally flick- fixable. Oh. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you rushing off somewhere? Am I holding you up? And I was like, no. no. And he's like, okay, because if you want, like, I know you have an appointment, but we could go over to my yard, and I can literally fix your tire for you. Oh, my God. And so I'm like, okay. And I go over to his yard, and he, like, he gets out his little tire patching kit. He is out of the glue that we need. But he's like, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to show you how to do it. It's so easy. I know that you can do this. And then, you know, you have your appointment at Firestone tomorrow. You can go. They're going to make you buy a new tire. Don't let them make you buy a new tire. If they don't fix it, go to Riley's. Go to O'Reilly's. Get a tire patching kit. And then come back over here and I'll help you fix your tire. And then I'm like, okay, thank you. And I go to pick up my tire. And he's like, no, I'll carry it back for you. Oh. And he brings it back across the street, and I just love Henry. He's so an much. angel. Henry is so an nice. angel. He's our and personal angel. Self, I feel like I need to like emphasize that it's mm-hmm. like we wave across the street to each other, but literally the only times we've interacted are when he is fixing things for us. <laughs> like, oh, and one time we borrowed his fire pit. Like Henry, we have only interacted when we're like, "Hello, Henry. Just we need something." Henry, yeah. <laughs> he seems and I was to like, love her. Yeah, I didn't ask you because, like, I didn't. You know, that's not your job. And he was like. I like, like, I'm good at fixing things, and I like helping people, oh. so you can always ask. Mm. You know, I'll tell you if I'm busy, but you should always ask. <gasps> that is so sweet. He's so I'm the best. Henry. We love Henry. Oh, my God. Um, that's I need my a Henry in my, my neighborhood. You do. Yeah, Get yourself you a Henry. And, like, borrow our Henry when you want, I guess. Yeah, or just move until you find one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Whatever. it's like Pokemon Go. They're, they're always it's somewhere. Like, really delightful because our next door neighbors are also like they're ryan and jewel and they're like like mid-30s whatever they just bought their first home um and i just feel like them and and they they're friends with henry like they've kind of bonded they have like backyard barbecues together all the time um and i feel like they really view our house as like they're almost okay but they need just a little bit of help and so both ryan and jewel and henry are always like do you do you need like you could always borrow you could always ask you, you seem like you're doing fine but like if you want to be doing better like come check in oh my god my roommate's um parents came to visit this past weekend and his dad immediately upon entering our apartment and using the bathroom was like do you have a screwdriver here seat. oh my god and i was like yes we are two gay men living in a basement, but we do have a screwdriver. It was slightly <laughs> judgmental in the tone. Wow. Dads absolutely love to do that. Grace's dad came over and fixed a lot of our stuff and also <laughs> fixed my dresser, which he... I told Grace about this. He, he like came in and he like was just doing his thing, opening all the drawers. He's like opening my underwear drawers and he sees it and then he gets really embarrassed. All of a sudden he's like... Uh, is there anything I can't, uh, I say here? Because uh, I was just like, Dad, can you come over and fix Liv's dresser? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he's ever fixed anything for a friend of ours before. Yeah. So he's just used to being like, like okay, okay yeah, here, you go, here you go. And I don't think mm-hmm. he remembered that it was like in his brain, someone who's not one of his daughter's rooms before he started, like, touching everything. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. He, like, closed it, he's like, okay! <laughs> Alright! 
See, I wasn't socialized with a father, so, like, dad energy is hard for me to read. And I was like, okay, thanks for fixing that. They <laughs> love to be passive-aggressive. My dad, personally, he loves to fall off of ladders. Oh. He, he doesn't do that much <laughs> fixing. Ow. He's like, yeah, he's fallen off of, like, quite a few ladders. He's, like... Loves to be a handyman. He's really bad at it. He's he like used to be a hairstylist. He's much better at that. He's like very good artist. Uh, and then he tries to be like the fixer guy, and it just doesn't happen for him. My mother, you literally watch her quaking from the house as he's on a ladder. She's just like, oh god. My dad's there, like, I got it. Oh god. <laughs> He fell over a fence once from a ladder. Uh, sir. <laughs> and then my grandma, I called her the other day. She told me she had to go because she was on the ladder. For the record, her balance is gone. Like, she uh. took a medication when she had a surgery, and it got rid of her balance. She will stand on flat ground and almost fall over it. I was like, get off! Get and she's off. like, it's only three steps. I'm like, you fall over on flat ground! Get off the ladder! <laughs> oh okay. She didn't like well, it when I said that. So we can move on. Does anyone Courtney's... else have any personal anecdotes to share? Like, yes. I feel like I really monopolize that, and I, I want to be fair. No, I loved your story. Mine is less fun. It's the song okay. I told you about yesterday. I... No! <laughs> so, I needed a new computer, because sometimes the keys don't work, and also it gets really mad at, <laughs> mad at me. Like, all of my livelihood essentially rests in my computer because of design. However, sometimes, like, the arrow keys are just like, what if we didn't... <laughs> Like, what if you pressed us and then we didn't do anything? So, that could be kind of an issue. And also, mm -hmm. it gets really mad and is, like, really loud when I try and run more than one program, which I frequently have to do pretty much exclusively I'm running more than one program. So, it mm -hmm. just is, like, I thought it was the newest of the new, but it turns out I got it, like, six years ago, and it wasn't. So, I went <laughs> to get a new computer... And the one I was getting, I didn't end up getting it, but it totaled out to, like, 3000 dollars and I... <laughs> the Best Buy people made me feel dumb, but I was just standing there, and they totaled it, and then I tried to put my card in, I got scared, my card got declined, and then I said, I have to leave! <laughs> I got really lightheaded. <laughs> and I had to leave, and so I went home. And I went to the grocery store, and I just, like, haven't, I don't know if I just haven't been around, I don't, because I've been to the grocery store plenty, but I was wearing, like, a crop top that was, like, also kind of low cut. Like, I was looking, I was looking kind of cute, but I got <laughs> stared at by, like, a couple old men in, like, a way I really didn't enjoy, and I don't know if they just hadn't seen a human in a while, or, like, it could have been that I was there during seniors hour, and they were like, bitch, get out. <laughs> of the QFC. This is not your time, because <laughs> they do have senior hours. Um, so, I mean, it could have been any of those things, but it was very uncomfortable. And then, I was driving home, and a man threw up in a way that I can only describe as at my car. So... <laughs> like, he made eye contact with Yeah, he made, he made eye contact, and then he and threw, then threw up, up directly at my car. I like, it didn't land on her car, but it was, like, in yeah. the direction of. Very I checked. It was so close that I checked my car to see if it, it had gotten vomit on it. 
And I I thought we were making fine eye contact. It's <laughs> like, okay. the most horrifying and then, thing you've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe that. So it's personal news. <laughs> Yesterday was kind of a bummer. <laughs> but I did get animal crackers, the frosted kind from the store, and I ate a lot of those, but then I got a stomachache. So. I- <laughs> so. Wow. Oh, man. Anders is still processing. I, I admit, I have had like a full 24 hours to mm-hmm. process this story, but it did take me about this long the first time I heard it as well. I just feel like I've never Because had- I had to be like, wait, you almost fainted in Best Buy because they told you how much a laptop was and then a man threw up at your car. Yeah. <laughs> Still, and at this point, I'm thinking about is... the Best Buy employees just left in the dust. <laughs> they, they, at this point, I said, it is I like actually... 2 p.m. and Liv has not eaten. Oh, yeah. Oh, and no. I, I am not, like, a person who deals with, like, some people, you know, they kind of eat whenever and they feel fine. If mm-hmm. I don't eat, I am a monster. Mm-hmm. My dad and I both, true monsters, really horrible people. Mm-hmm. People have asked us. Like, it won't even be very late, and people will be like, have you eaten? And I'm like, bitch, what? And they're like, have you eaten? You're being an asshole. And then I eat, and I'm like, oh, I indeed was being an asshole. <laughs> My so. boyfriend fully shuts down if he yeah. hasn't eaten. Like, I can witness his processing slow down <laughs> over the course of a day. And I'm like, no, you need to eat something. <laughs> Okay. That's exactly it. Anders, anything to share? Yeah. Um, What's traumatized you this week? Nothing that stands up to those. I watched the Oscars. That was traumatic. Oh, yeah. That was fine. Remember when they didn't pick Chadwick Boseman? Remember when they rearranged the whole show? So they could not pick him? Really, when Rita Moreno came out, I, like, looked at my family on the Zoom and was just like, what's happening? Is it over? Did we all like lose 10 minutes of our memory and yeah. fully forget them presenting awards like oh i love steven soderbergh but that was a bad choice yeah yeah that was a yikes that was a yikes moment um uh, yeah, that's a great it. moment was how furious um what's daniel clea yeah oh his Daniel Kalia's mom looked at his speech. She was so mad. They were like so excited for him and then it turned the second. His sister was like, oh my god. And his mom was like, we will be having words. Yes. (laughs) Fury. True fury is so good. I like to think that the sister was like half like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. That's hilarious. And half like, I'm going to be the favorite child. I don't care if you just want an Oscar. (laughs) True. His family's not speaking to him right now. <laughs> um, okay, let's pivot to Bachelor News. Bachelor Nation. Oh, Liv, okay. hit us with the weekly report. Well, okay, first of all. It's multiple weeks. We haven't recorded in a while. My, this may be the smallest news, and it's not even really news, but my heart is personally broken because I have been predicting... <laughs> 
sorry. And it just scooched out of frame to so slowly unwrap this chocolate peanut butter cup. It looked like you didn't know you were in front of a camera. I didn't want to be on mic with my wrapper. <laughs> not eat on a pod because that can be controversial. <laughs> Um, well, I, if I haven't discussed it, I would like Brie and Brennan, Brendan, Brennan. You have discussed Bren, it. <laughs> Brennan. <laughs> to be together. Brendan, fuck me. <laughs> Wait. No, it's gotta be. Yes. Okay. No, you're right. Okay. Anyway, I want them to be <laughs> together on Paradise and, and in real life. Um. However, he has now been seen hanging out with Piper, who I also love. Right. But it's just not the match I wanted. No. And you've been working really hard on that one. Yeah, I've been really wishing it. I don't pray, but if I prayed, you know. That would, would be on the... That would be on the docket. So, uh, there's that. Uh, Colton is gay. That is other news. Sure. We haven't covered that one. No. They uh, are giving him a sh- very happy for him that he has come out and he is getting to live his truth and all that stuff. But we don't love the Netflix show that he has no. been given. We don't. Due to this stalking and bad behavior <laughs> and history of not liking black people that he has. Yes. So, As I like to say... Gay people can be monsters, too. Yes. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Louise, I texted that to Louise, and she said, yeah, I know, Ellen really broke the rainbow ceiling on that one. (laughs) Ellen DeGeneres, who is mentioned in Uh, I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends, Confessions of Reality Show Villain. She is? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Being a villain. Being a villain. (laughs) Wow! Love that. Okay. Um, beyond that, oh, I don't have any other news, but I would like uh, Joe Park and Abigail to be together. I would like Joe Park to do his job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So fair. Much like Rachel Lindsay, I would like it if she used the law degree. <laughs> but I guess I shouldn't be judgmental. I just think if you get an advanced degree and don't use it, it's a bit like, okay, I wasted your time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I only have, I don't have an advanced degree. I shouldn't be. I don't know if they were now. good at their jobs, you know? True. Sure. Anesthesia's stressful. Yeah. I guess he just wants a break to hang out with <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I do think that's an L on his part. Yeah. Yeah, I can't support that judgment call. No. Um, Mm -mm. Liv, did you want to talk about the reality Steve stuff? Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Okay. So, essentially, with the reality Steve stuff, um, Becca and Jess and their podcast, Chatty Broads, mentioned reality Steve and how they think he's kind of a shitbag in, like, a very small segment. And then he did a live where he was basically like, I hate you, and if you're not afraid, come on my podcast. Come on this Instagram live and fight me. Um, 
<laughs> which, you know, they didn't do because they weren't paying attention to him because he's, you know, he's the worst. Um, but then they were getting, you know, some hate for that. And so they went, um, they basically did an entire episode that covered the Colton stuff and, like, all of Reality Steve's past blogs that were real horrifying, real misogynistic, like, mm. like really, really, really bad. And, like, I... They were from 2016, but his stuff, like, his stuff is always sexist. He really hates any woman who does anything other than, like, wear turtlenecks the whole time. So, or, and be, <laughs> and be meek. Like, he just, and he had a whole thing about, like, don't feel weird if, like, men are looking at your boobs. It's a compliment like it like just just truly i'm not going to repeat some of the stuff cuz it's just kind of mm-hmm. horrifying um some it's it's just like all the things that you expect someone like him would be saying in private that he said publicly so i don't even want to know what he's saying in private um and then so they did a whole episode with that he did sort of a public apology in the sense that he posted like a twitter thing so <laughs> that's uh, super fun. But then Demi Burnett from Bachelor quote tweeted it, and she said that he had been like kind of sexually harassing her because she kept thinking that he he would like make it seem like he had tea he was gonna spill on her pretty much, and then he like called her and was like. I had a sexual dream about you and was just, like, doing some really, really icky stuff. And she, like, posted some of the text to prove it. And then other people from Bachelor Nation were basically, like, we've always been too scared to say anything about him because of his fans and, like, his power that he has of people sending him things. So I don't really know what's going to happen with him. Hopefully he doesn't get to have his podcast. Hopefully he doesn't get to do anything. Because it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah... It would be nice to maybe sometimes know ahead of time who wins the Bachelorette. But beyond that, like, let's... And the, he's also, like, you know, with the Jenna thing, where he uh, basically... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan... She, Jenna and Jordan were together on Paradise, and then mm-hmm. they did that whole thing where there were texts sent to him that showed that she was using Jordan just for, like, fame or whatever, which who cares? He's such a dick. I support that. No one gives a shit. Yeah, Yeah, and basically he tore her like entire life apart and really talked Mm. some horrible shit about her. And then it was proven like she hired lawyers and everything. It was proven later Mm -hmm. that was all fake. So, but like a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So he still managed to like ruin her life for that period of time and anyone and for like anyone who hasn't followed up since then, like Mm -hmm. ruin her image, which is just gross. And it really, yeah. they talked about how, like, some other stuff with him is, like, he brought Tasha's ex on to the podcast to basically be like, uh, it's fine that I cheated on her. <laughs> Our marriage wasn't that good anyway. And he was like, see, you don't know everything about Tasha. It's very weird. So, and he's been, like, call, I don't know, he's been very on Rachel Connell side with all of Matt. It's been, like, just not great. So, mm-hmm. just kind of everything you could guess about him was confirmed. Ew. So, yeah, he's gross. But that's yeah. about it. I can't think of anything well, else I have. 
Thank you for catching us up, Liv. You're welcome. On all the depressing news. Newly depressing news about masturbation. <laughs> this really like horrifying subset of humanity, perhaps. <laughs> um, that being said, I am so excited to talk about this book. I have her Instagram pulled up. I did not watch this season. I I, I don't think clips. I knew the name Benjamin. Whatever. I don't, I still don't know his name. The Bachelor. Flanick, Flanick. Um, I had heard of Courtney Robinson, but only like so tangentially. Like yeah. she's mm-hmm. famous in Bachelor Nation. Is it Robertson mm-hmm. or Robinson? Robertson. Okay. Robertson. Great. Yeah. I mean, she's um, a cute baby. Sorry. She's a cute baby. <laughs> Spoiler alert. When did alert. this book come out? I know it tells you. <laughs> well, obviously, it tells you it's a book. Um, <laughs> the, the Seattle Public Library. Seattle Public Library received this copy on March 12th of 2015. Okay, okay. Um, okay, so let's just do, like, a brief recap, I guess. Or how, what do you want to do first, Anders? Okay, um, I'll, I'll... So, Courtney Robertson... Sorry, I'd Anders. i with whatever. We could, we could go in chronological order through the book if we wanted. Yeah, I'll that I'll share what I came in... Let's do, like, assumptions. What I came in, like, knowing about her... Yeah, was yeah, I had yeah. seen the scene where she skinny dipped. I Ooh. knew she was, like, a legendary villain. I need to go back and watch that scene. Legendary and I knew that she was, like... Won. the Yeah, like, yeah, the only, like, the deep, thing. deep villain to have truly, like, won the show. Yeah. And also, I always thought Ben was, like, one of the uglier bachelors. Oh, Thank dude, you. He's, he's so, not so cute. ugly. I'm yeah. Again, I've never photos. heard Sorry, of him. Ugly's <laughs> mean, but, yeah, not not cute well and also this book has one of those things that like quite frankly i hate in biographies where there's like a section right smack in the middle of just a bunch of photos Mm. that are related to everything because then it's like you read half the book and then you get like 18 photos that were relevant to things (laughs) you read 150 pages ago Mm. and then you see 18 photos that are going to be relevant to what you read in the next 150 pages i was like i don't like it when books do this but anyway Wait. I didn't know what Ben looked like. I was listening to her talk about how cute <laughs> she thought he was. I get... What what page is this? So we get to page 152. Yeah. And all She's of a sudden there's all these photos. Child, but... And I'm like, he is... This man is disgusting. <laughs> Liv, look um, at this listener, man. Yeah, Grace no, I'm looking... I just found that photo on her Instagram. <laughs> and might I just say, this man looks best without a smile and sunglasses on which means his smile and eyes are terrible and there's a shadow on the rest of his face yeah wow you know um, who is looking sexy in the photos who ari ludendike ari. Ah! which we will get to because okay, that was a wait. huge twist for me wait she had sex with ari right We'll get there. We'll get there. Wow, you guys, I have not read this because I don't know how to read, but I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, no, okay. And I'm putting an English my opinion, degree to use. <laughs> in my opinion, this book was genius. Love. Whoever got, whoever signed Courtney Robertson mm-hmm. for her book proposal did an amazing job. Yes. Congrats to them. I'm sure she had many offers because yes. here is what it does. It is it is the definition of a tell-all like courtney yep. is like here's their first name here's their last name here's their hometown here's, here's their social security number are. like just kidding <laughs> but, 
truly, here's how big their dicks are. Um, yeah. And let me, again, rate this person who I've just given you their first last name at hometown yeah. and when approximately we were together. So if you want to go back and look, <laughs> let me tell you how good they were at sex. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But anyway, so it, and it's like very like, I wouldn't call it 100% redeeming because she is just kind of a bitch. Yes. But it's very much just like, here, this is me. Here's who I am. This is why you saw what you saw. And then also, like, toward the end, like, here's my side of the story. Because mm-hmm. no, there, I can't imagine that anyone, like, anyone in America was on her side at the end of that season. So, like, I can only imagine she made a bunch of money off mm-hmm. of this book because everyone wanted to read it. Yeah. And yeah. it also made her look better, would be my guess. I think so. I think it was fun. It was a good ghostwriter. I think it suffered yes. from pacing in the latter portion. It, it got was into too a long. lot. I got into a lot of we fought. We were fighting. Then we made up. Then we fought again. Like it got into a lot of her relationship with Ben kind of being repetitive, but I thought it was Yes. Very well done for a reality show memoir. And I, I kind of want to read it now. I'll be honest. I mean, <laughs> someone well, teach me you know, how, and then maybe I I'll bought do this it. copy till like May eighth. So. Oh wow! Okay, that's great. We love a learning curve. I think can I can also... renew it again. I don't think that'll be a problem. I don't think there's a lie. <laughs> you can't almost get the whole story from the pictures. So oh, it's true. Great. <laughs> and you know what? Anders and I are about to tell you the whole story. Yes. So. I have right. so many post-its, I'm ready. Wow, okay. you guys! I have an English yeah. degree. This is what I was trained in by the University of Washington. This is so, this is so good. Here's the thing. <laughs> I just so. How did they find someone so average? I want to know how he got picked. He, so, uh, he, so what happened on his season, yeah. he made it for the final two. He fully gets down on one knee, <gasps> yes. and the bachelorette lifts him back up. And says no. Like she, but she, she let, let him, him get think, on one knee. Yeah, and then she had to pull him back up. Like Caitlin almost did that to Nick Vial, but stopped him right mm-hmm. before he fully was. Ben was fully on one knee. Oh, that sucks! So and she like bad. grabbed his elbow. I also think his type was probably hotter at the time. I yeah. think this type of yes. man was having a little moment. Yeah, that's true. It's just that, like, with his face, he never should have had that hair. You know. Because it made yes. everything look sad and saggy. But it was, like, iconic. Like, yeah. the hair was, like, what he was known for. Her opening line is literally, like, I love your hair. I'm a hair girl. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> she talks about his hair so much. So much. Wow. Um, like, the number one he thing. He clearly was a hot commodity because a B-ish list actress offered him double the money to not go on the show and keep dating her. And we'll reveal who that is later <gasps> in the pod. Wow. Wow. But okay. Actually, got stuff to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So the book starts off and I thought this was excellent with the prologue mm-hmm. and the prologue takes Genius. us from Courtney's getting prepared for like the proposal or breakup moment mm-hmm. going to that moment getting proposed to and spending her first time spending her and Ben's first weekend alone in like some chateau in Switzerland and having it not be very much fun (laughs) right off the bat she's like and then I realized he was kind of a dick (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it was beautiful this is where we find out that he could recite every line to Finding Nemo. 
Yes. And he and did what? so. No. While and they did. watched Finding no, Nemo. Well, and the Finding Nemo that they watched with like a producer and the producer's girlfriend because Ben kept inviting people to hang out with them mm-hmm. on their first three days together as an engaged couple supposed no. to be alone time. No. He kept inviting people to hang out with them. He thinks he's Nemo, doesn't he? Who's to say? He Who's also say? he also works in wine and on in these like three days ordered a twenty five hundred dollar bottle of wine on production's dime. <laughs> and then they got mad at him for that. Well That's and funny. also Courtney gets really salty where she's like, and guess what? He doesn't even own a vineyard. He yeah. makes you think he owns a vineyard. He's just like <laughs> renting the land that the grapes are on or whatever. Oh girl! She's like, he's not even a real whatever. He's not a real vintner. <laughs> He's not a real vintner. Um, okay. Wow. But anyway, let's let's briefly review Courtney's childhood. It's not sure. that exciting until we get to yeah. um until we get to her modeling career. So basically, her mom was like, Men are pigs. We hate men. And then Aggressively. Courtney was like, While also still being married. Well while still being married. She's like, I hate like, all men. Men are evil. But men are when evil. He... Men are pigs. Yeah. They're the worst. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Like the TikTok sound. Um and then Courtney's like, cool, but I have a very high sex drive. And then that's kind of like the conflict between yes. mother and daughter. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it is. Liv, would you like to hear some of Courtney's mom's um, rules about men? Yes, absolutely. Yes, so throughout yes. the book, and okay. I didn't love this yes. device. Throughout the book, there are like guest features Speak where people basically write <laughs> listicles. Um, the first one is from Courtney's mother, Sherry Robertson. Mm-hmm. And these are some pearls of wisdom. Love. Never marry a man with an ass smaller than yours. Never what? marry a man with a page boy haircut. Do not wear strong perfume. Men hate that. <laughs> Nothing good ever happens between the hours of 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. Just very wow. early. And they also don't do daylight savings in Arizona, so I don't know how that translates. <laughs> marry someone with a nice last name, not Horn or Dick. Marry someone who loves you more than you love him. Wow. <laughs> and then the last, that one, last one. You have your whole life to let a man screw it up. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not like, only are those like pretty terrible advice yeah. things, but also just weird. <laughs> Every just single weird. one of these listicles is terrible advice yes some of them are written by like former bachelor contestants mm-hmm. yeah. like she called people up and no. like had them write little things for the book um ari writes some one. of them ari writes one did she some of them appear to be random do you think she called him up and was like i'm gonna say you had good sex in the book will you write a little intro <laughs> you know okay <laughs> i cannot like wait that. till we talk about ari and you will not tempt me into doing it early Um, I have to ignore that he's being annoying now because I would like to cherish him as finding him second hand sexy I need those twins to be born I cannot wait (laughs) (laughs) congratulations to glitter baby 2021 who is born oh my god (laughs) Anders I feel like a new segment with you should be baby watch (laughs) What's up in Baby Watch? There are just so many. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. 
But then, mm-hmm. Anders, do you want to talk about her modeling career? I can talk about her modeling career. So uh, she, yeah. throughout the entirety of her talking about her childhood, she's like, I was so ugly and awkward and gangly and gross. Wow. But so then ugly. she's working at Abercrombie & Fitch mm. in high school, which already, like, you're not going to get hired if you're that ugly. No, they do and not that... hire awkward, ugly, Also, I've seen the photos of her. She looks oh. like, she, she looks like Kendall Jenner. It's kind of, it's Kendall Jenner vibes. Like, obviously she's tall and thin and, like, mm-hmm. doesn't have boobs. But that's, like, what models, that's, that's the ideal model like. body type. Yeah. Um, so she works for Abercrombie & Fitch. They're doing, like, a casting call for Abercrombie & Fitch employees to be in a campaign. And so she starves herself by only eating Cheez-Its for, like, three days. And then takes some bikini photo shoot photos that her dad takes of her no. in the pool. Already by the pool, weird. Hey. And sends them in. Gets selected. Goes to the Virgin Islands, is in these like incredibly hot. She looks so good. Wow. She like gets I, naked I as like this fit. high school senior. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's kind of like launches her career a bit. She like mm-hmm. does a lot of modeling in Scottsdale. Doesn't go to college. Moves to LA. Gets signed to like one model management company. Quits them when they're like a bit sketchy, not as good. Goes mm-hmm. to another, um, and is truly like. A very successful model, it seems. Yeah. Like, com- doing commercial work, doing Kettle One commercials. Yeah. Here's, here's a quote. So here I was, in my early 20s, living on my own and making up to 25000 per week. Yeah. Wow! Like, she was, like, pretty successful. Why would she yeah. go on The Bachelor? She's living the dream. Especially, Great question. Especially based when, on like, a lot of other media. things that are about to happen. Yeah, well, also, like, especially because social media wasn't as big during this season mm-hmm. in any kind of way, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. and also, this is her early 20s. I don't think, she, I don't know how old she was when she was on The Bachelor, but it wasn't for several years. Like, okay. No, yeah, she, like, moves to L.A., like, right after high school, basically. It's, yeah, it yeah, seemed yeah. like... Okay. Um, okay. No Instagram. No Instagram. No mm. IG. Just her selling vodka. Yeah. <laughs> but the personal um, life in LA. Grace, do you want to take that away? Ooh. I would love to take on the personal life in LA because this was a big note that I had. <laughs> so she like had trouble with money management because she was like trying to make yes. friends. So she was like buying designer clothes, mm. going to the hottest clubs, mm-hmm. whatever. Um. And she had no problem getting in, even when she was underage, because everybody wants the hot models to come to their clubs mm-hmm. and, like, flirt with the celebrities and whatever. Um, okay, listen to this quote. One of my new best friends was Matthew, a rich kid model whose claim to fame was making paragraph. out with Britney Spears and her toxic video and dating C-list actresses like Minnie Driver and Selma Blair. Calling Selma Blair was- a C-list <laughs> actress is the rudest fucking thing I have ever heard. That is what I was about to say. I have an open to gonna- same paragraph. <laughs> you are at the same paragraph on page 43. Yes. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Yes, that was so mean. That's the rudest, rudest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Selma Blair. <laughs> Selma Blair as C-list? When you were on The Bachelor? That's also, rude. This, is like, this seemed like, I don't know, like mid to late aughts. Like, sure, she wasn't like Cruel Intentions famous, but she was still like very successful. We had Legally Blonde under the I belt. Think- like... Mm-hmm. I think Cruel Intentions probably had happened by this point. No, it had it just like, it wasn't like the height of Cruel Intentions fame. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, no, Legally Blonde had probably like happened mm-hmm. very recently. Yeah. I just I'm so confused. I'm so baffled. 
whatever. So bitchy, anyway, love it, love so it. Bitchy. So bitchy. It's great. <laughs> And I will also say in the next paragraph I did highlight, um, she says she never did drugs and never had a one night stand. Two claims I both believe are lies. I yes. simply oh, yeah. cannot believe that that's true. Although she did have one one time have sex with a male model who shall remain nameless, but his penis was so insanely small, like the size of a baby carrot stick, <laughs> that it turned her off from casual hookups pretty much forever. This was truly a... Great page, because I've got another quote also from page 43, which is like, okay, in, uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. I took pride in not being a hoe and truly wanting to save some things for the person I'd marry. In all my years being a prude, okay, and then getting close to my guy friends, I'd pick their brains about what they wanted in a wife. They all said the same thing. If a girl sleeps with me on the first night, she's not the one. This is what I was building to. They also didn't want to throw their hot dog down a hallway, if you know what I mean. Oh my god! No! I actually don't know what she means. Is the idea that a lot of people go in a hallway? Like, I think that's I, a, it's I understand a, it's a hot- question of width. I think that's what she's referencing. But okay, are we not? The hallways are long. I feel like we're I'm, not necessarily wide. <laughs> okay, so she's like men don't want a long survey. <laughs> they don't want. Like, I'm confused. I I she says they don't want to throw their hot dog down a hallway. If you know what I mean, Courtney, I do not. I <laughs> she she must mean like it's all all doors open. Any any takers. And I do have to say, I liked the writing for a lot of this, but they make some odd choices, such as continuing to use the hot dog in a hallway reference and go, at this time, also on page 43, I thought Chris's hot dog would be in my hallway for the rest of my life. Disgusting. (laughs) That is so gross. (laughs) So Courtney has like lot, she has like three boyfriends mm-hmm. mainly during that this constantly time in her 20s, cycle through that cycle she, through it truly goes one it's the one, same two, three, three but yeah. it's it, they're on a loop because first of all she's dating chris and chris is her her high school sweetheart they like, walked her just at a stoplight <laughs> they've been do- and lifelong hot dog <laughs> they've been doing long distance he's back in like scottsdale arizona she's in la and it's hard mm-hmm. um, yeah because he has so to then, throw his hot dog on a plane <laughs> So then she's at an ATM. Chris is in the car. He's visiting LA. And a car drives up, stops itself in the middle of the street, mm-hmm. and a guy jumps out of it and runs over to her and is like, Can I get your number? No. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I have a boyfriend, but you're gorgeous. And he's the most gorgeous person she's ever seen. Like, not a week later, her mom is like, Oh, four months later, her mom calls her. And it's like, turn on Oprah. The most gorgeous man I've ever seen is on Oprah. <laughs> and she turns it on, and it's Jesse Metcalf. And he's the guy who jumped out of the car, who stopped his car in the middle of the road to hit on her at an ATM in front of her boyfriend. Wow! And this was like new Desperate Housewives, Jesse Metcalf, when he truly yes. was the most beautiful person on earth. Oh, yeah, I'm just yes. looking him up. Oh, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, he was on this most recent yes. season of Dancing. I have mm-hmm. exposed myself as knowing that's where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay. okay damn so anyway yeah that happens but she's like she has already turned him down yeah mm-hmm. and but now she and chris are broken up and so then she goes to like some fancy oscars party because they're like again they'll let models into the oscars party and she's like oh no oh, oh there was leo and vince vaughn and whatever and then <laughs> Adrian, you fucking. Grenier? She absolutely did drugs. Oh my Adrian god. Adrian Grenier 
gives is her it, his I number? I think it's Grenier. Is it Grenier? I think it's Grenier. I think it's Grenier. So Adrian Grenier, who I have seen in some things but don't really know. Mm. He's the boyfriend was, of the Devil Wears Prada. He's None the boyfriend of, us of the have watched Wears Prada. Entourage. I'm sure he was much bigger, like, in this exact chunk of time. Like, when Entourage frankly, when was she's on. talking oh, about, he was, he was big deal. So he's at the party. He gives her his coat. He's like, can I give you my number? Can we go out? And she's like, yeah, I suppose. But then at that same party, she runs into Jesse Metcalf again. And mm-hmm. he's like, do you still have a boyfriend? And she's like, no. no. <laughs> so then he gives her his number. No. Her number. Yes. Then the, after that, Adrian calls her first. And mm-hmm. he picks her up for a date in, quote, in the new eco green car that was all the rage, his Prius. He calls <laughs> and Priuses are mentioned multiple times throughout this yes. book, spelled P R Y dash O U S. Wow, Prius. That's wild. No mention so, of a flat tire. Look at Adrian Okay. I'm sure Adrian has had a flat tire. It can is I Prius. please read my favorite quote about Adrian Grenier? Oh, yes. You may, absolutely. Please. So, Adrian keeps pursuing her, and she keeps kind of saying no, because she has Chris, and then Jesse's, like, more interesting to her. And she she's like, I blew, Jess- blew Adrian off a lot, and he sexted her a lot. We did hook up twice, but we never had actual sex. I wouldn't let him, which drove him even crazier. Yeah. Quote, I feel like... I would. I can make you feel like a queen if you let me. He would say. Mm. He had the biggest penis I'd ever seen. Oh my god! And the biggest bush. <laughs> Even though we had that in common, it just was never meant to be. Because <laughs> we skipped over her talking about her bush, which she does discuss yes. in detail multiple times. Yes. Okay. Like for the record, <laughs> these are like people that people know. She's like first name, last name. Intense These are C-list actors, Selma Blair and Adrian Grenier. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, Selma Blair is above Adrian Grenier. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so she blows off Adrian. She's not mm. into it. But the good news is, Jesse calls and he does ask her out mm-hmm. for like a very disastrous date. <laughs> and then they have like a second date that's also not great. And then they have a third date and he brings his mom. <laughs> like he brings his mom on their third date. No, Jesse! And by the way, every single guy in this book who asks her out takes her to sushi. And at some point she's yes. like, what the fuck is it with these LA guys and sushi? <laughs> 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 okay okay wait, so, wait wait okay okay this one's good this one's good this is a good quote this is a good quote um okay <clears throat> it's a long again it's gonna be long but like it's fine um two weeks after we met we still hadn't had sex Jesse was being a good boy. He wanted to wait, but I couldn't anymore. I invited him back to my place one afternoon after we went to a movie. He picked me up, carried me inside, and threw me on the bed. I wish we could say we were the greatest lovers since Christian Grey and Anna Steele. But I can't lie. The sex was pretty average. Jesse needed a lot of reassurance. No! Stop! Stop! I can't! I can't stop! She wrote it down in a book! Damn! Uh, I don't know how 
she got this published. Like, yeah, dude. If Truly. you mention someone in a book, don't you have to call them and be like, this is what I'm saying? Yeah. I would assume, especially since the people that she's talking about right now are, like, famous money-loaded people who I would assume would be like, um, no. More yeah. famous than her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, this is absurd. Wow. So then anyway, um... For the next month, they spend, like, every night together. And then she's going back to, um, she's she's flying back to Arizona for a modeling gig. Which happens to be, like, where her family lives and where Chris lives. The mm. ex who she has, like, been rebounding and not and rebounding and not. The one so whose hot dog she thought would be in her forever hallway. In her forever hallway. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, so she's gonna go back and Jesse's like, LOL, don't have sex with your ex. She doesn't, obviously. But then she comes back literally one night later and finds a pair of underwear that isn't hers in Jesse's bed. She was gone for one night. Oh! One night. And then, you know, she dumps him and that starts, like, their cycle of on again, mm-hmm. off again. So basically, whenever she's on with Chris, she's off with Jesse. Mm-hmm. Whenever she's on with Jesse, she's off with Chris for, like, mm-hmm. four years. Yes. Wow. Maybe more. Maybe more. Oh, so after this, Jesse, when at a moment when she's off with Jesse, she's on with Chris. She finds that Chris has made a list of cons about yes. her. No pros. Did didn't only they cons. watch Friends? Aren't you like what? Okay, okay, wait, wait, but like, uh, okay. So first, no, I'm Anders. I'm gonna let you ahead? read the cons because okay. the cons are amazing. But so she and Chris date for a long time now mm-hmm. again, but they're growing apart. Yeah. Why? Because she wants a boob job and he wants to go vegan. (laughs) (laughs) She did not write that. That's a a a beautiful summary. But that was a very succinct summary of about four paragraphs. Wow. And she did go vegan for him for three years. Um, And now she is no longer vegan. She doesn't like it. Um, Okay. But anyway, so, but then, so she's already feeling bad, that, that yeah. turmoil is happening. And then, mm-hmm. as, as Andrew said, she finds a cons list he wrote about her in his wallet that he just carries around. No. It's like a list of cons about her. And yes. as Andrew said, not one pro. Wow. That is and the cons so include, mean. The cons include <laughs> watches too much TV at night, smokes, okay. eats meat, <laughs> my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Chris hates Chris. Yeah, the mom hates Chris Chris. and is correct to do so, I believe. Yeah, I think she's right. He says, Courtney, I don't want you to get a boob job. So she doesn't. He says, Courtney, I want you to be vegan. She does it for three years. Like, it's it's such, it's so imbalanced. Very true. Ew, Chris. Yes. Okay, so then she's got this quote that's like, I bounce back and forth between Jets and Chris between Jesse and Chris like a pinball machine. Chris was a little lost, but my soulmate and my rock. Jesse was exciting and passionate, but a total mess. And he was also literally always cheating on her over the course yes, of a six-year like, oh relationship. God. They were never together more than two months. Wow. They were on and off for six so years, toxic. but never together for a span of more than two months. Oh my god. Wow. Yes. And then she, so after kind of all of this, Chris has moved to Idaho. She's moved to like Marina Del Rey. She starts dating this kind of real kind of burnout guy named Dylan. 
Um, oh god, I have no idea why she dated Dylan. She is basically sugar mothering. Yes. Um, and like he just sits at home, he watches TV all day. Chris mm-hmm. had an issue with Courtney watching TV at night, you know, after she came home from work. Dylan ah, just bitch. sits at home and doesn't do anything all day. Mm-hmm. Um and two months into it, when the rent was due, Dylan told her he could only contribute two hundred dollars of the twenty seven hundred dollar rent. Yes. What? We have no idea why she dated Dylan. It's deeply unclear. Dump, dump, dump. So unclear. So she dumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then... <laughs> and then... Yes, please go ahead. Wait, this, this might have been prior to Dylan. This oh. might have been prior to Dylan, but just really briefly, yes. her friend Matt, possibly the same Matt we mentioned earlier, mm. tries to set her up with a big agent at CN- oh, CAA. Yes. You might really like him. Jim Troth was 38, about 13 years older than me, and ready for marriage and babies, the whole nine yards. I wasn't because I had just dumped Chris, but Jim was funny and smart, and we really hit it off, so when we asked for my number, I gave it to him. Anyway, they only went on one date. She said he was nice and great. The next time she heard about him, he was married to Reed. Reese Witherspoon. What? <laughs> she went on a yes. date with Reese Witherspoon's husband. Fuck. And she turned him down. He kept trying to text her. Wow. <laughs> That's so anyway, crazy. And she still has Ooh, the audacity wow. to call Selma Bear- Blair Seelist. Rude. So rude. Well, she's not Reese Witherspoon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Selma Blair wasn't presenting at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Oscars somehow managed to give Laura Dern a double chin by filming her from below, and I was so mad. She was, like, presenting <laughs> two awards, and I was like, she's so tiny, get this camera above her. Um, but okay. the Dylan breakup Dylan is what breakup. leads us to the Holy Grail. Yeah. Brad Womack season of The Bachelor. Yeah. She is drunk. She's sad. She turns on the TV. And then she impulsively gets on her laptop, logs onto abc.com, and applies when they do one of yes. those, if you would wow. like to be on the show. <laughs> so, she does that. Um, but then, literally, like, right after she applies, she ra- runs into, like, another old ex, or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, two days later. Yeah. Gets immediately in a relationship with him. So when the Bachelor producers write back and say, hello, yes, we're interested in you, she's like, oh, sorry, I'm not single anymore. Ta-ta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, that thing ends after, like, two months. Oh, girl. Or something. And then she's at home, again, this time, watching Ashley's season of The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And... Her sister, she and her sister are watching it together, and her sister's like, which one do you like best? And she's like, Ben, obviously. And so then she, like, applies again mm. because she, like, hears rumors that Ashley dumps yeah, Ben yeah. and it's highly likely Love. that he'll be the next Bachelorette. Yeah. Um, even though he's ugly. Even though that he'll be the next Bachelor. Mm. And so, okay. Um, okay, but then, so she applies again. Yes. The producers write her. They're like, we're interested. She runs into Jesse at her gym. No! And Jesse's like, hey, hey! She writes back the producer. <laughs> no! She's like, I won't be on the show again. Then, uh, then she gets a text from a friend who spotted him in Venice Beach with a girl. I Google image Jesse and pictures instantly pop up on TMZ.com of him straddling some chick in a park. This is PDL, public display of lust, the caption read. And she, like, catches him cheating on her on TMZ. She writes the Bachelor producers back, and she's like, just kidding, I'm single. The producers write back, can you come in tomorrow? What? 
child. Girl! And the so the producers knew. Like, mm-hmm. the producers knew they had a star on their hands. They yeah, knew. Absolutely. They were desperate for Because she's pushing them around at this point. Like, she is completely in control of the relationship. Mm-hmm. With the absolutely. Fully. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Then we have what I would argue is the absolute worst listicle in the book, <laughs> written by her sister, Rachel. No offense, I have Rachel. To say, this is boring as fuck. <laughs> Rachel Robertson did not impress me throughout the book. She seems so neutral and boring. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Rachel's was keep it keeping it real, how to throw the best viewing party. So it's no. like all about how to throw a great viewing party. One, nicknames are key. Because it's hard to tell people apart. No. Um, oh my god. Oh. Create wow. some friendly competition with a drinking game. Original. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> Set some ground rules, like if you're allowed to talk during the episode. No. Didn't AI Rose's- write this? What is happening? <laughs> Roses, hot tubs, and some other ambiance ideas it's fun to incorporate some bachelor related deck decorations no okay and then use your dvr to your advantage <laughs> yeah it was so boring not one thing in there was interesting rachel try again. dvr was interesting <laughs> okay so then now we that was like that was act one shall we say Leading us up to the Bachelor Mm -hmm. journey for Courtney. Act two is her getting cast Mm -hmm. and her being on the show. And I have to say, this was fascinating because I've never heard this much of an in-depth look at Mm. the casting process for The Bachelor. Um, Let me see where my notes are. It seemed exhausting. They basically shoved them in a hotel. It's like 12-hour days. You're doing psychological evaluations. You're doing interviews. You're like... Constantly pitching and presenting yourself. What kind of psychological well, interview? <laughs> well, because ev- everyone has to pass a psych eval. That's like every reality show ever. You take like a huge psych eval. That and some has people... to not work. Well, clearly it doesn't work. Yeah. But some people like you. Sometimes you don't get cast because of that, oh, which is shit. wild. Okay. Okay. Also, I we like forgot to mention this earlier. Mm-hmm. But on page 59, there's Courtney's tips for how to get noticed in the application, oh, like yes. for when you first apply, <laughs> and I must read them. One, send in your best photo. Cut to the chase and save producers time by wearing a bikini. Two, be heartbroken. A good breakup story in which you've been dumped cruelly and callously helps your chances. Nice. Three, be ready for love. Nobody wants to date a sad sack. Four, show off your romantic side. Tell stories about the ro- most romantic thing you've ever done. But don't lie. They'll eventually figure it out. Five, toss in some cliches. They really like it when you say you want a good story to tell your grandkids someday. Six, don't beg. That's unattractive. <laughs> She's right. Awesome. She is Which right. I will yeah. be saying Courtney's for the rest right. of my life. Don't beg. Don't it's- beg. That's unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, can sorry, Anders, continue. Well, can I read my so then she's talking to a producer. This is my <laughs> favorite exchange from the casting process. And they're trying to like get back. They're like, have you ever been arrested? Um she's talking to a private investigator. Do you have any nude photos? She's a model. Like she's yeah. talked about modeling nude. Um and so she says that an ex has some. What's the raciest picture he has? Oh, he would never sell those. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Definitely. No. Do you have a sex tape? Yes. I had at least three. In fact, one was with an ex who told me after I broke up with him that he couldn't stop watching it. I said that was really creepy and to delete it immediately. He oh promised God. he would. Foreshadow alert number one. No. Do you have any enemies? 
Not that I know of. Mm. Foreshadow alert number two. Wow. <laughs> like they are Guys, wow. deep into this. Okay, so it's again like a marathon of a bunch of different things. And the the key thing that she highlights is she didn't like see another girl. Yeah. Like, it is so well choreographed. It is so well orchestrated that she didn't lay eyes yeah. on another possible contestant the whole time she was there. Um, okay, so she had to take a blood test to see if mm-hmm. she had any STDs. Um, oh, <laughs> and then, so she's like, I got home. Like, it was the most intense week ever. Um, as, as soon as I made it through the front door, I walked to my toilet and puked. I wasn't sure what it was. After I threw up, I sat on the floor, bathroom floor, stressed out and confused. My body was literally having an adverse reaction to all this. And as we know from earlier, this is a very big deal because she hates to throw up. Quote, that's why I never had an eating disorder as a model. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) She's wild! Courtney tells it like it is. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay. So they send her they send her a huge contract. She thinks it over. She makes a pros and cons list. She does everything and ultimately she's like, "No, this isn't right for me. Like this is not where I will find love." What ultimately changed her mind again? Um oh, doesn't yeah. she talk she talks to Chris Again. Yeah, she she talks to Chris again. She, like, is testing him. And she's yeah. like, I'm thinking about going on The Bachelor. And instead of begging her not to, he's like, that sounds like fun. <laughs> and she's like, fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm going on The Bachelor. And so she says yes, and she does it. Right? Yep, and then she calls Jesse to tell him that she's going. He tells her not to do it because the girl on the shows are on the show are quote unquote dorks. <laughs> um, and then he goes, "Fuck, this guy is going to pick you." <laughs> he I doesn't want them to pick her. <laughs> I cannot believe. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So yes, I gotta can. find this. It was official. Okay, follow up. First, I found a model friend who agreed to rent my spare bedroom while I was away smart and like get someone and she gives her sister like her account information so she can manage her bills so she can manage her information perfect Mm -hmm. second i got my wardrobe ready she like counted out all the things she needed to bring and like packed all her outfits genius third (laughs) i sewed my oats (laughs) (laughs) breaking her yeah kind of breaking her hookup rule but with a friend yes absolutely um, because she has a premonition. She's got a gut feeling that she and Ben are going to end this engaged and he'll be the last man she ever has sex with. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Her forever hot dog. And her, her forever, forever hallway. hot dog. <laughs> and I love, um, what was really important to me right before she decides to go on are the two rules that she makes for herself. Yes, I was just about to bring those up. Please talk about 76. them. Because I think it will be interesting to see which of these she breaks, which are both of them. Both of them. The number one rule is to not let her temper get the best of her. And the second rule (laughs) is no fights on camera. (laughs) Okay, where's where's the line where it's like, um, I don't, I don't know. 
the line where she's like telling like her plan and how like she wasn't gonna be manipulative and how she was gonna befriend all the girls and then it ends with okay you can laugh now (laughs) (laughs) oh god she has a whole thing about like her plan for the show and whatever and how Mm -hmm. it was to be nice to everybody and then it's like okay i get it it didn't go according to plan falls apart so quickly like it truly that plan implodes immediately where she tries to be nice to the girls um yes okay so immediately she resumes her um pattern of naming real people first and last names (laughs) and saying how much she doesn't like them (laughs) so the very first girl i met was monica spanbauer a loud brassy blonde with an incredibly annoying laugh she was actually snorting the other two girls in my limo were the unbelievably named amber bacon and anna snowball one was a maternity nurse the other was well i forget neither of these women made it past night one despite immediate disdain for them i was ready to throw myself headfirst into this experience that is my favorite paragraph in the book. That is my favorite part of the book. I am so glad we are so on sync We're, <laughs> that we feel the same way about all this. That truly made me cackle. The name and a snowball. Forgetting the profession. Already just, <laughs> just vicious. And I mean, I feel the same way too. Like, I think I wouldn't vibe with someone named Anna Snowball. And the way she continues to describe the women and just kind of go through what happens on this first night is shocking. Is shocking. Okay. But anyway, yeah, so her her intro to Ben is she goes, Hey, cutie pie, you come here often? Oh my I God. watched last season and I have to admit I have the biggest crush on you. And then, yeah, she's like, I love your hair. And he's like, oh, thanks. Is that what you do? And she's like, no, I'm a model. He says, oh, nice. He said, parentheses, lie number one. Ben did not think it was nice, but all in good time. (laughs) (laughs) And wait, Grace, can we just jump back up to finish out with um, Anna Snowball and Amber Bacon? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anna Snowball, quote unquote, was so smashed, she walked right past Ben trying to be all sexy and mysterious, but she just looked lost. So rude! Amber Bacon told Ben she was the Baconator and asked if he wanted a taste. (laughs) Okay, but also, Courtney claims that in reality, she was the last girl out of the Mm -hmm. limo. She was literally the last girl. But then in filming, they switched everything around Mm -hmm. so that Lindsay Cox was the last girl out of the limo. Or, well, she wasn't on a limo. She showed up on a giant horse named Levi. But whatever. Levi needed to get in and out as fast as possible, so Lindsay, in reality, had gone earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Levi! And Levi was on a schedule! King! Lin- Lindsay is the other final two. Lindsay has actually spared a lot of Courtney's wrath. They just seem to, like, they didn't really interact yes. that much. Like, yeah. Lindsay was very avoided conflict, just yeah. kind of stayed focused throughout the season, and Courtney seems to respect her for that. Yeah. Yeah. She has like two Courtney friends. Courtney does in the not cast, have a lot of negative things to say about Lindsay. And she hates everybody else. Wow. She hates everybody. everybody else. I love it. Okay, like what is this? Emily O'Brien, a stringy haired PhD candidate studying epidemiology. She really was like, Emily fucking talked about epidemiology all the time. It was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Or this, the way she describes Blakely, a quote-unquote VIP cocktail waitress Blakely Shea. She couldn't make up a more distinguished fake job title like everyone else does. How about hospitality executive? (laughs) Okay, again, epidemiology Emily. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. Um, Okay. So she doesn't get the first impression rose, but she and Ben still have a good conversation. Lindsay gets Mm -hmm. the first impression rose. And she uh, already breaks her rule, Courtney does, because she gets a little too drunk and belligerently says about Lindsay, screw you and the horse you rode in on. (laughs) His name is Levi. Courtney is funny when she's mean. I love that. And the unfortunate part is that she just kind of uncorks it throughout the season. Wow, you guys, I want to watch this season now. It kind of made it sound so good. It kind of did. Although, admittedly, like, I want, there's a moment in here that she, she'll talk about in a second. Um, and, uh, you know, like, we'll, we'll just cut to it. It's, like, literally the next thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you had anything else to say about night one, Anders. No, I, it's the moment that you're going to talk about how they were all constipated. Oh, my God, no, I was going to talk <laughs> about that. There's a constipation that... epidemic, but what? please know what, what the moment you'd like to, to okay. put on the table. So, I, what I want to put on the table is, so then they, I think for this season, like, exclusively traveled. Like, they didn't stay so at the Bachelor travel, Mansion. Yeah. They were only traveling the whole time. And so I think this girl who she hates, KCB, gets oh, the KCB. first date. Okay. And she hates KCB. Wow. And KCB have a, and Ben have a great date, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's really upset because she thinks she and Ben have something special. Um, Courtney does, however, get the second date. Mm-hmm. And KCB reads the date card and is, and, okay, I'm going to have to, like, this is going to be embarrassing because I'm going to have to find it. Okay, here we go. It's on so, page 98. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, so KCB gets the date card um, and has to read Courtney's name off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney, she read, her lip curling in disgust, let's spin the bottle. I guess that was what was written on the card. Mm. I decided to rub it in, just like she'd been doing all day. How'd that taste coming out of your mouth? I joked, quoting my favorite movie, The Blind Side. (laughs) Which, I'm sorry, the problem of her favorite movie being The Blind Side, we have to address. It's shocking. We have to! It's appalling. I guess maybe this was post, like, right after Bullock's Oscar win. Also appalling. Um, But she loves The Blind Side. That's in there. Um, uh, there was a stunned uh, silence in the room. The blind side? Anyone? Bueller? How'd that taste coming out of your mouth? I repeated. No. Like vinegar. KCB shot back, shooting point me pointy daggers from oh her furious eyes. Oh, this time she had a comeback. She gets the joke. Not so much. Sandra Bullock got an Oscar for that line, but I got the wrath of 20 humorless women. <laughs> <laughs> joke but i watched that scene actually like just for funsies it she does not come across as fun courtney like you were not joking you were not quoting the blind side you were being a bitch can i finish out with courtney continuing to be a bitch because in this this really lowers her her esteem in the eyes of the other women and she says that i was back to being worse than blakely quite an accomplishment considering blakely had been called a slut and horse face by several of the girls during the group date wow i myself had not yet called blakely horsey that came later and never aired. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. <laughs> so mean. 
has a she has a um a date with Ben. It goes very well. Mm-hmm. They have a discussion about kissing, and they decide they're not going to be super like kissy kissy on camera. The producers named them the Pecking Pirates because all of their kisses were so like chaste or wow. whatever. Just a little horrifying. Pack. Um, okay, this is gonna be good. So, uh, this is another listicle moment. Well, how do you say his last name again? Who? Bachelor? Ben? I think it's Flannick. Okay. Ten fun facts about Flannick's follicles. The biggest controversy on season 16 of The Bachelor wasn't my big mouth. It was Ben's hair. Either love it or hate it. There's really no gray hairia. Ah! Test your knowledge about Ben's lovely locks on this extremely challenging quiz. It's a true or false quiz. I won't read us all the questions, but I will read us one. Uh, or we'll read us a couple. Uh, true or false, guys. Ben flat ironed his hair on The Bachelor. True. True. Correct. It's true. Ah! Okay. Uh, question number two. Ben hides a receding hairline with his long locks. True. True! Also true. Yes, correct. Um, number three. Um, let's see. What do I want to do for number three? Uh, okay, this is actually number eight, but whatever. Ben has split ends. True. Incorrect. It's false. Ben does not have a split end. <laughs> <laughs> I find that hard to believe with his straight ironing. I'll say it. Um, okay, and the final one, number 10, Ben owns scrunchies in several colors. Yes, true. True. Incorrect. It's false. He has zero fun. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the most fun question, and then it's like, it's false. (laughs) No! (laughs) Okay, um, that was really fun. Anders, please, please tell us about the constipation epidemic. Please! Well, okay, let me... So they're traveling all across. Like, this Mm -hmm. season truly never stops. Um, So Nikki, they've gone to San Francisco where Ben rents the space to grow the grapes. He does not own a winery, but he rents space to grow grapes. Um, And so this girl Nikki's very stressed, and Courtney says that in all fairness to Nikki, everyone may have been extra uptight because TMI alert, nobody was pooping. (laughs) Whether it was the traveling, lack of privacy, or girls fearing that Ben might find out they actually go number two... Stomach issues were messing up our mojo. Oh my god. And it continues. They remain constipated through, I think, one or two more... They all start pooping in Utah. Once they get to Utah. They they don't poop... No one poops in San Francisco. And they have to get all the way to Utah. (laughs) To be able to finally... (laughs) To finally poop. (laughs) And... This is, meanwhile, if we're jumping to page 105, um, the drunkest cast the producers had ever seen. (laughs) These girls are partying hard and not pooping at all, which does not seem like a healthy combination. Wow. That's so good. Yeah. And Courtney continues Uh, just to kind of, she can't have a single positive interaction with the girls. Like, everything she says is misinterpreted, it goes wrong, they all hate her. But, like, like, if you're you're going off of this book, she never means it. It's supposed to be funny. It's being misinterpreted. Like, and besides, they're being bitches, too. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Love that. But then Courtney writes things like, quote, At least Samantha, the little chihuahua always running her mouth, had the cojones to insult me to my face. (laughs) (laughs) You call me the little chihuahua. (laughs) You don't have any high ground at that point. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so not then, leave the moment in your published book. Yeah, yes. Wow. In your edited read through many times. Wow. Um, but no editor was going to take that out. Come on. Um, okay, but through all this, she and Ben are like building their relationship. They're having great moments. Every moment with Ben is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but then shit hit the fan. The producers spring a surprise on them. They invite Chantel Newton, a reject from Brad Womack's season, to come back on our show to win Ben's heart. And the only reason... oh, (laughs) When you said shit hit the fan, I thought you were talking about... We're going to talk about how she took a laxative and then had to go play baseball. <laughs> okay, actually, I do want you to talk about but, that, but I want to say this really briefly. That's, that's all I have to say about it. Please continue with the Chantal. You, the reason, the only reason I know who Chantal Newton is, is because she is also an author we were considering for Bachelor Book Club. Because oh. she wrote a memoir about being a contestant on The Bachelor and also a funeral director. Because yeah! that's her job. <laughs> As soon as the Foxy funeral director walked into the party, she walked over to talk to Ben and interrupted his chat with a leaf. <laughs> and it was and the way she describes it. This was basically Heather Martin coming on. Oh to my god! Yes, it sounds they the same. Like, like why are you here? How dare you show up here? It. We've yeah. been through all of this. We haven't pooped. You got to poop for the past two weeks. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah. So basically, like, and also Courtney, like, loses it. She, like, Mm -hmm. runs out of the hotel crying. Mm -hmm. He, like, follows her. She's, like, she's yelling at him, and she's like, we actually have a connection, and you just blew it. Mm -hmm. And then later in the rose ceremony, he calls her name first, and he's like, will you accept this rose? And she goes, I will, I said, shaking, but tonight was a lot, and I just want you to know that. It was heavy for me. I saw you talking to what's-her-butt, and it was not easy. <laughs> ben was stunned that I called him out on camera. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Then Erica fainted but, twice. Yeah, Erica fainted twice. <laughs> the girl And then Ben sends Chantel home. Yeah. <laughs> so then Ben sends Chantel home. Um... That happens. Everyone is just basically starting to lose it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like going through the psychological torture elements of the show. Yeah. But and then Casey just... figures out how to poop. So that helps Casey... everyone calm down. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, this was another good one. So she goes on a group date. This is just a great quote from her. Yes, she really is like I an icon. What it's be. I study her. You know <laughs> what it is. Um so we stopped to go fly fishing in a river. The rest of the girls tried to catch a trout to impress Ben, but I knew my goal wasn't to catch a fish. My goal was to hook a man. While the other <laughs> girls socialized with each other, I waited over to Ben to get a private lesson. I'm sorry to sound like a hater, but the reality is most of the other girls just didn't try hard enough. <laughs> they could have waded over to Ben, too, flirted and fondled his long ro- long rod, but they just Whoa. rolled over and let Whoa. me monopolize him. I refuse to apologize for taking advantage of their weak gameplay. <laughs> I caught. <laughs> I caught. Awesome. I love she that. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, the girls do start talking shit about Courtney to Ben. Like, she starts mm, to... Yes. He starts to bring it up and say, why can't you get along with them? They keep bringing it up. And she will... If she finds out, like, a girl talks shit about her to Ben, mm-hmm. she comes back right at them directly. Yeah. Like, yes. I'm a fan. Um, 
Which, yeah, I think we appreciate. Um, but, you know, yeah. it, it obviously is not helping her make friends. No. <laughs> because Courtney, when she finds out that Emily has talked shit about her to Ben, says in an ITM, I want to rip her head off and verbally assault her. <laughs> <laughs> Later, I regretfully told Casey I wanted to shave Emily's eyebrows off in the middle of the night. I was just kidding, but I do wonder what Chris Harrison's promo would say. The most violent episode in Bachelor history. <laughs> That's iconic! Okay. So then, we go to a baseball-themed group date, where somehow the laxatives are still a part of the storyline. It took them, like... 12, 8 hours, like, hours ago. And the yeah, last are, are still working. Wow. Um, okay, and so they get divided into teams, you know, they have to, they have to play, like, against each other to win time, whatever. Um, Blakely's all-star performance led me to say, who knew strippers could play baseball? I'll take responsibility <laughs> for that one. Nobody put a gun to my head and forced me to say it. If you think about it, though, half the sentence was a huge compliment. She was a terrific ball player. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And as you remember, Blakely is a VIP cocktail waitress. Yes. Not a VIP stripper. cocktail waitress, just for the record. <laughs> um, okay, so then... The game ends. She and Ben are uh, on the beach with the rest of the group date. So she decides to give Ben, quote, a pop quiz to see if he was daring or a total drip. Oh, because at this point, she's getting a little bit bored of Ben. You know, they mm-hmm. had one date weeks ago and just haven't, you know, had totally. time since. Yeah. So she whispers to him that she'd love to go skinny dipping. He says, I'll go right now. He whispered back eagerly, his eyes lighting up. No, the girls are watching. I wouldn't even kiss him in front of them. I sure as hell wasn't going to get naked with him in front of them. Mm. But anyway, so then later she wanted, oh wait, yeah. So, okay, I'm so sorry. So she, they're on a group date, but, and he has a one-on-one date with Elise tomorrow, but at the end of the group date, he confides in her that his group date, that his one-on-one date with Elise tomorrow would be short. So, (laughs) she goes to the producers and is like, I want you to set up some time with me and Ben after his date with Mm one-on-one. After his date with Elise. So that night, while Ben was dumping poor Elise, I took a shower, oh my God, sexy wow. lingerie I brought, and covered it up with a robe from the hotel. Um, as I sat on the couch, listening to the girls obliviously answering scruple, scru- Scruple's questions posed by KCB, the front door swung open dramatically, and a bellhop yanked Elise's guest's rolling suitcase into the <laughs> abyss. I made another bad joke that went over like a lead balloon. Maybe she got drunk and the Jersey Shore came out. Fuck! <laughs> 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 the girls were shocked, but I didn't wow. care. I was about to launch the most epic diabolical plot right under their noses. So then she gets her cue. She goes over to Ben. And this Ben's is iconic. Room. This is on YouTube, most, if not all of this, and I highly yeah. recommend everyone watch. Mm. So Ben comes home. I whistle at him, and he sees me sit, sitting there in the stairwell, wearing a robe, a mischievous grin, and not much else. I think he was shocked and a little petrified. We grabbed some wine and headed down to the beach. This was the moment of truth. <laughs> I wanted to make sure Ben was spontaneous and fun. I need to be honest here. I also wanted to check out the equipment. They say <laughs> it's not the size of the boat, it's the motion of the ocean. But, quote, they wouldn't have to spend the rest of their lives with a little dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> 
take off my robe, I teased. Are you going full nude, he asked, not sure if he wanted to hear the answer. We can go in our underwear if you want, I said. He could tell I'd think he was wimpy if he wouldn't go full Monty. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, I forgot. Okay, we stripped down to our birthday suits and ran into the water holding hands. We went down as far (laughs) as we could, thinking the cameras were far enough away they couldn't really see us. Duh. Zoom lens. Mm. So let's get to the good part. <laughs> to answer your question, yes, Ben and I did have sex in the ocean, on camera. It was immediate, but it was only for about 20 seconds, and um, it was just the tip. We got <laughs> too deep in the water, get your mind out of the gutter, and the current was so strong we couldn't get our footing. We kept getting pulled apart, and waves Stop. kept crashing onto us and knocking us over! <laughs> what? <laughs> that's awesome and then she's still producing good tv after we waited yes. to the shore i pointed at ben's loins and joked i could marry that wow wow um she does later have an allergic reaction and her entire body quote including my vajayj had been bitten yes. by some sort of little water bugs or mosquitoes <laughs> which they have to get a steroid it seems when they get to their next destination but as she soon gets as her we own arrived room. in Central America, a paramedic gave me a shot in the ass and some antihistamine <laughs> pills and I was cured within 20 seconds <laughs> But she gets her own special suite at the exclusive Trump Ocean Club. Shout out to Donald. Oh my. Oh, I forgot. Yes, yes. Trump had to be in this book, of course. Absolutely. It wouldn't be complete. Um, Okay. And then she's still mean about Blakely in the book. So they're in their new destination. Blakely goes on a two-on-one. There's a weird dance-off on the two-on-one. They're tangoing. And Courtney writes, You'd think Blakely would have the advantage in this dance-off, being a VIP cocktail waitress and all. But there wasn't a poll within miles, so Rachel got the rose and Blakely got rejected. So mean! Oh my god! (laughs) Okay, I would love to follow that up with something very exciting that I learned, which was, sadly, the alliance with my BFF also blew up in Panama. She's BFFs with Casey throughout Mm. this whole season. Casey, who rarely had any quality time with Ben and didn't care, couldn't just hang around being my sidekick forever. Somehow the producers found out she still had a boyfriend back home in Chicago. Chris Harrison did one of his classic on-camera confrontations and kicked Casey off the show. She cried like a baby. I'm still not really sure why, because her interactions with Ben were painfully awkward and miserable for both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Holy shit. Oh my god. Just Um, incredible. Okay, and also, Ben is like oh my at God. this point, like affirming her at all the time. Like, every, I believe time. it. He's yeah, clearly like telling her that she's the one. Yeah, I yes. feel like they've got to do that to their top picks. Yeah, I think all of them do, okay. which is I think part of the reason they're so heartbroken. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Also, there's this girl named Jamie who tried to give him a kissing lesson slash instruction manual that went down as one of the least sexy and most humiliating moments in the history of The Bachelor. Oh my god. Don't bring it up then! Wow. (laughs) I did also watch that clip on YouTube. It is very awkward. I don't need to do so. I don't. I'm fine. Um, okay. Also, apparently, by this point, she's, like, developed the nickname 
the Black Widow, mm-hmm. which is fun. Mm-hmm. Which is really fun. <laughs> um, okay. So then we get to another moment that's all over YouTube, which is she's feeling incredibly, incredibly confident mm-hmm. in her relationship with Ben. But all the, these other women are not feeling so confident and they are about to go to hometowns, which mm-hmm. means they're about to be like split up. They're never going to have to. Yeah. So at this point, I was hours away from never having to deal with any of these women again. I just didn't care anymore. But then I also felt kind of bad. There are plenty of fish in the sea, I added, trying to be helpful. I knew Ben and I would end up together. Ben's not the only man to have ever existed. The spark is there or it's not. Emily and KCB were flabbergasted that I was so blunt. Did she just say that Ben isn't the only fish in the sea? Emily whispered to KCB, hoping that might be the ammunition to convince Ben I wasn't really here for them. But yeah, anyway. So she just really everything she says is mouth. misinterpreted, <laughs> does not go the way she wants it to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, yes. And then they get split up for hometowns. Mm-hmm. The end. Um, that's really, yeah. honestly, that was kind of the end for me. Like, <laughs> once we got I didn't got care through about her, like, their hometown, like, yeah, that's no, her mom was her mom was obviously, like, reticent about all of this, but it seemed like things kind of went pretty well. Like, at this point, the yeah. drama could kind of shift away from being about the other women. Her and Ben didn't seem to have a real connection, in my opinion. Yeah. Or at least on the show. Yeah. Where it really got good for me again was when sh- the show starts airing. Do we want to jump yes. to there? Yeah, we might want to because we're at like 7.55. Yeah. To jump to there except for this single quote love. from Ben's hometown date. Yeah. When Ben arrived, he was having a bad hair day. He looked like Francine from those Arthur <laughs> I That was the quote I was going to read. We are on the same page. <laughs> wow. the same page. Literally, it's page 153 for those no. listening. Oh my god. So, I, That's yeah, so, so mean. They're all together. After you get together on the show, you obviously can't be seen in public, even though you're engaged. So Mm -hmm. they're having their kind of... They had a gross texting email relationship. He would never sext. He would only... She would, like, send him a nude pic, and he would go, beep, beep. He would say beep, beep to her nudes. Hashtag beep boner. That's, like, how he would respond to her nudes. Is that not the most disgusting thing? No! I hate that. Seem terrible. I mean, he seems terrible, and I think she kind of realizes that. But they want to, you know, stick together. They have feelings for each other. They're kind of in love. The show starts airing. She becomes a huge villain. Um, yes. Let me try and find the Ellen DeGeneres quotes because speaking of that villain, so Ben goes on the Ellen show, and Ellen hates Courtney. <laughs> Ellen, this is Ellen. She drilled into him and tore into me to the delight of the audience. She manipulated you, Ellen proclaimed. She came off not nice. She was just playing you, man. You got played. Ben wasn't allowed to say much. Only three episodes had aired. But he didn't even try to defend me either. Mm. So it's like, this is The Bachelor's, like, hugely prominent. Like, everyone's talking about it. She's a villain. Grace, can I read the Us Weekly covers? Please! To me, the perfect summation of this. In the photo section, there are some Us Weekly covers about them. On February twentieth, yes. twenty twelve, the Us Weekly cover reads: "She's worse than you think." Wow! The Bachelor man eater. How Ben found out about Courtney's scheming. The secret sex tape that could ruin her. Caddy insults. Heavy drinking. Shocking nudity. The girls tell all. Wow! And then 
like two weeks later on March 5th, Courtney's mind games, shameless seduction. She admits she never found Ben attractive. Horsey and Fatty, her nicknames for the other girls. The sleazy tactics that blinded him to the real Courtney. Wow. And then, then she talks about all these people in Bachelor Nation who also didn't like her, names Mm -hmm. them by name, puts tweets they tweeted about her in the book. She has a whole listicle of Trista Sutter's tweets about her. Wow. Um, While being classically Courtney hypocritical and being like, Trista, why would you tweet this? Leave it alone. And then putting all of them in the book. Absolutely. That is so So she's like, here's people who were mean to me. Ashley Spivey, Trista Sutter, (laughs) um, other people. I can't find their names right now. Whatever. Um, But yeah, so again, with the naming the names, we Mm -hmm. love to see it. Yeah, no Um, one gets a pseudonym. Everyone is getting their own name. Yeah, but basically how it comes off is, like, Ben is, like, not texting her. He's basically ignoring her, not Mm -hmm. supporting her. But then whenever they're around other people, he'll, like, act really Mm lovey-dovey. Like He's, like, making them do club appearances as a couple. Yeah. The paparazzi are now following her everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, following her home. really harsh especially when they go skinny dipping like people are so mean mm. her favorite yeah. from the whole thing was quote how courtney the sex genius ruined the bachelor forever wow <laughs> and, and now, she's yeah, having yeah. a hard time getting modeling gigs because she's so hated mm. and so she's like not making any money mm. And Ben never comes to L.A. to visit her. He always makes her go to San Francisco to visit him, and he never pays for her plane ticket. So she has, like, no income, and she's constantly paying to fly to San Francisco, and he is never coming to visit her. What the fuck? He sucks. Mm. He does suck. Terrible. Terrible. And then he cheats on her, basically. Mm, It's the cover of another Us Weekly. But he's, like... He, like, tells her, oh, nothing happened, da-da-da, like, they took pictures of, like, he tries to kind of lie his way out of it, and then there mm-hmm. are basically photos of him making out with girls at a club. Wow. Yeah. Gross. That's so gross. Yeah. Okay, well, and also, so, first of all, In Touch Weekly ran their first cover of me with the screaming headline, Bachelor Ben tricked Courtney's ex tells all. Guess who crawled out from under a bar stool to sell dirt on me? Dylan, obviously, trash bag Dylan, ah! and he has the nude photos of her, no. $10,000, and then he hooks up with the reporter who wrote the story. No! What yes. 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 a And then, Us is planning to write a feature that's gonna publish one of her family members' mugshots, Mm-mm. and the only way she can get them to not, like, drag her family into it is to promise them her sister will do an exclusive interview. So Rachel has to do an exclusive interview with Us Weekly in order to not get, like, a random member of their family's mugshot printed wow, in Us Weekly. Wow, that's so fucked up. And from what I know about Rachel Robertson, it probably wasn't very engaging. Yeah. Actually, that was probably such a smart move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, truly, truly. Her um, ex, her ex was o- allegedly offered a million dollars for their sex tape, but he said no. Good, luckily. yes, not Dylan, a different ex. Yeah. Dylan would have said ex. yes, probably. Um, okay, um, so then 
Ben is like, all this media stuff is happening, and Ben is not only not supporting her, he's kind of like, I might need to end things. Like, Mm -hmm. this is just too much for me. And she's like, this is too much for you? (laughs) Um, So, she writes him an email that's like, I love you, and then he, like, doesn't reply or Mm. something. Yeah, and, like, doesn't send her a Valentine's gift. He texts her on Valentine's Day. Happy V-Day. It's really, it's a really awkward day for me right now and not sure how to approach it with you. Just wanted to say hi. What? They are still together. <laughs> oh my god. They are still together. Oh, and at this point, she has been asked to do Women Tell All, which they don't normally ask anyone in the yeah. final two to do. Yeah. But they want the women to all yell at her. So mm. Ben sends her that text and she was thinking about saying no. And then she's like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm doing Women Tell All. Yeah. Um. But... That's a terrible idea. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because they've because all seen she... her insult them on TV, and it's she describes it as Jerry Springer-esque. Like, the audience is booing her. Yeah. The oh women are yelling at her. Chris no. Harrison is so sick he has to go lay down, so they have to pause filming. Like, oh everything's God. going wrong. Wow! She's, like, sobbing. They're all just yelling at her the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just really rough, and Ben is doing nothing for her. Ben in is her doing absolutely retelling. nothing. But it, I, that, I really believe it. <laughs> like, I believe that. But they so decide she, to go... Oh, go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, so she's, like, fully convinced she's going to break up with Ben. She goes straight from Women Tell All to one of, like, the happy couple, like, retreats that they've, like, mm-hmm. booked for them. Um, and, like, he walks in carrying groceries and, like, a bouquet of flowers and, like, basically makes her dinner. And she's like, okay, I won't break up with you. <laughs> wow. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, and so then, right before... This two is a mess. days uh, before, the after the final Rose taping, Ben calls her and says, Hey, just giving you a heads up that Us Weekly has some photos of me. I'm trying to stop it. Well, what are the photos? And he's like, I was just kissing a friend on the cheek. No. Mm. Fully making out with a girl. Mm-hmm. Two days before after the final rose airs. Wow. Two then, days before after the final rose airs. Would you like to hear what he texts her? Yes, please. FML. Sorry you had to deal with all of this for so long. You're much stronger than me. Sorry for being so naive. I'm stressing big time. Wow. After he cheats on her? That's fucked. So fucked. And what we haven't mentioned this whole time is that his mom hates her and, like, says it to her face, essentially, is so mean to her. Ben's mom is so mean to her. (laughs) It's insane. So she watches the Bachelor finale and after the final rose on March 12th by herself in her apartment, um... Ben is not there, obviously. Why would he be? Mm-hmm. Um, they're still engaged and just, like, having the worst time. Mm. Mm-hmm. At some point, they break up. Like, mm-hmm. at some point, they have to break up because I want to get to the good stuff. And we know what the good stuff is. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But whatever. 
they break up. It happens. It's so drawn out. This is the it part of the book that is far too long. Because she's just like, and then Ben wasn't supporting me, and I was sad, yeah. and then he and then he would text, and then he wouldn't, and then, and I'm, it's just, it's boring. It's boring. It doesn't matter. And see, um, at the, the beginning of the book, it was more interesting, because she was having this exact same scenario with, like, mm-hmm. three different people. Right. And yes. cycling through them, and now it's just one guy. And you're like, and, like mm, okay. it's not as, not as interesting. No. Yeah. So let's just say that they break up. Um, she like drops him off at the airport and then like literally never sees him again. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Essentially, she, her um, car her car gets stranded in the middle of Joshua Tree. Triple oh A can't even find her. Fuck. So she is finally escapes to her parents' house, and guess who's in Scottsdale? Ari, Ari Ludendike, yeah, the kissing bandit, yes. whose loving arms bandit. she falls into. Who, like, she met up with before when she was still with Ben, mm-hmm. and then they had like a great time together. But so yes, so she's in she's in Scottsdale, Arizona, mm-hmm. obviously. She like texts Ari and is like, I think basically her she was at her parents' house, and then her mm-hmm. parents like left for like a short trip, so she basically was like, my parents aren't home. Come wow, over. No, literally. Love it literally um he was and and flipping they, to it well he comes over to bang and he's hesitant for a second then we head to headed into my childhood bedroom into my canopy bed where it can only be described as the best sex i've ever had dang get it, ari. So good you ask ari's incredibly passionate and utilizes his entire body in his love making wow. and he knows exactly what positions make a woman comfortable and satisfied wow is immediately followed by another listicle written by Ari. Ari's kissing tips. What the fuck? Ari approved this book. This is insane. <laughs> I mean, I would too, I'll be honest. <laughs> so then they're like, I was in Scottsdale for 12 days and I spent most of that with time with Ari. I felt safe with him and liked that he understood what it was like to be on the show and a member of Bachelor Nation. They like went on like a date to like a mm. little outdoor movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, very disguised. And then she goes, like, after this, I got sick of hiding out of hiding out with Ari and decided to tempt fate. This was 12 days, mm-hmm. just for the record. Mm-hmm. I wanted to take him to my favorite restaurant at the farm. I called ahead and asked them to reserve the most secluded table and made them promise that my visit would be conf- confidential. Obviously, it's not. Mm-hmm. People take photos of them kissing. Mm-hmm. And then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> <laughs> because like yeah. she just broke up with Ben and yeah. got caught She's kissing the most Ari. Hated woman in America. Wow. <laughs> and ten minutes later, I got a text. End. Ten minutes later, I got a text from Ben. Really? Please don't ever contact me again. Low blow. <laughs> Ben's mad. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god! And then he also said, because she was like, "I'm so sorry. I was brokenhearted. I, I didn't want to hurt you. I love you. F- I love you. I'm still in love with you. I care about you." This just made him spitting mad. You just dug your own grave. Good luck gaining respect from anyone. I'm not here to protect you from negativity anymore. Okay. You lost all credibility that you built up after the last media disaster. It's really disappointing. Don't expect me to be on your side anymore. Our united front is out the fucking window. Have a nice ride on your own. Ta-ta! <laughs> <laughs> Ta-ta! Yeah, and she's got all this in quotes, which, like, I can only assume, like, she has these tags. Like, yeah. I think they're real. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Wow. Ta-ta. That's fucking wild. Ta-ta. No. Um, yeah. But anyway, so this is a mess. This is a mess. Ari 
she Ari and her like kind of hanging out he asks her to go to a show with him she says no um then wait for it she says no then a couple hours later changes uh changes her mind okay here we go after sleeping on it i called ari and told him i'd overreacted and that i'd love to go with him i don't think that's a good idea he said I was surprised and confused until I checked Instagram later that night. He'd flown in another girl to take to the show, and because he couldn't help it, Ari posted pictures of the two of them together. I clicked on her name and figured out that he was dating this woman, a born-again virgin, the entire time we were together. Fuck. He'd often seen us both on the same day. It was all right there on social media if I'd bothered to check. Oh <laughs> Can my you believe? God. Wow, dude. What the okay. fuck? Okay, a lot of random guys also wanted to be my savior. As soon as the news broke about the breakup, my ex Calvin sent me flowers. The comedian, David Spade, who got my number from a friend. (laughs) No way! (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Did anything else interesting happen in the book? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. It ends with an epilogue of um, where everybody the, was. The epilogue which, is phenomenal. Mm. I, we it, have to. It, it, it continues to be shady. The epilogue is so shady. So it's like a it's a it's a where are they now? It's it's a quick brief. There's like each each person who she wants to talk about's name, and then like a little mm-hmm. paragraph. So, quote, um, Ben. Wait, what did we say his last name was? Flannick. Flannick reached out to Courtney via email on July 30th. Anders, pick pick the next one you want to read. Reached <laughs> out to, to Courtney via email on July 30th, 2013, to clear the air. She wrote him back and told him about this book. Am I in trouble, he asked. Within weeks, he'd auctioned him a date with himself for $2,500 on guilt.com, shot down rumors he was boning 59-year-old Kardashian mom manager Kris <laughs> Jenner, and said to a gossip site he'd been dating, quote, a great girl in the wine business who is super smart. No release date for his reality show, Young Sonoma, has been released. <laughs> Which I Whoa. desperately want to watch Young Sonoma. I don't. Ben is boring and ugly. I know, but okay. I would my watch other it favorite, starring someone else. My other favorite that was so vicious in the epilog was Blakely's, the VIP cocktail waitress. Mm-hmm. Blakely oh Shay yes. Jones was briefly engaged to Bachelor Pad star Tony Piper. She's back in North Carolina, waxing away as an esthetician at her new business, Couture Artistry. She's a big commenter on Bachelor alums' Instagram accounts. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got one. Trista Sutter avoided Courtney like the plague at an event at Bachelor Mansion. Coward. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, okay, Dylan texted Courtney on February 9th, 2014. Quote, for whatever it's worth, thank you, he wrote. She, when she replied, for what? He never responded. <laughs> Jr. is still racing indie cars and super trucks. He dated Bachelor Nation Selma Almari from Sean Lowe's season for a short time. She called Courtney to commiserate, but got over him pretty quickly. Courtney and Ari are good friends and still keep in touch. P.S. The Kissing Bandit is currently single in 2014. Adrian Grenier still booty texts Courtney to this day. The last time he wrote her, he asked, Are you still on that show? There's a good chance he has no idea she wrote this book, or that he's in it. <laughs> awesome. And that is 
Wow. I didn't come here to make friends. Wow. Confessions of a reality show villain by Great job. <laughs> I want to watch the season. I want to read this book. Mm-hmm. This is essentially like, free advertising for Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even feel like we really got into like the nuances of the writing because that so recap was much. so important. Mm. It was so it's important. So much plot. This, the writing's funny. It's good. It's I actually really recommend it. It's a quick read. I read yeah. it in like an afternoon. What? It, it, it's a quick read. Again, still too long. Yeah, but that's yes. okay. <laughs> well, exactly. You can skim. It's not like you're missing anything. Come on. If you would give three words to describe your impression of Courtney after this, what what would they be? Bitch. Bitchy. Funny. <gasps> okay, but Confident. here's the deal. <laughs> Funny is tricky because I think she's actually very bad at humor. Oh. And Grace doesn't comes... have any words. Her FaceTime has stopped. Oh. Oh, no, really? No. Hello? Hi. Oh, I see me. you. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me, Anders? Oh, no. Oh, no. But Liv can hear me. Yeah. And Anders can hear Liv. Anders, can you hear Grace at all? No, I can only oh, hear and see fuck. you. Oh, fuck! What? So weird! Can you see both of us? Yeah, I can see both of you. And she's oh, nodding yeah. at you. She's She can hear well, you and talk to you. I, I have nothing from Grace. Oh, God. What? What a Should time! Should I hang up and call back? Okay. Um, sh- sure? Yeah, she <laughs> says yes. Okay. What a time. I'm sorry, Liv. Oh, You'll good. get to eat a little bit of food before therapy. Oh, okay. okay. Everyone's back. How about now? Yes. Should we wrap up? We have yes. An appointment. <laughs> but what were Oh, I was just saying that I don't think, like, Courtney, based on this, if she was really trying to be funny in these moments, she's not funny. <laughs> like, she's, I'm laughing at her. Okay, yes. No, this book is very funny. I just don't know if in person. The book True. is funny. I'm unclear about Courtney as a person. I wonder if you'd have a different impression <laughs> if you'd watch the season. Well, yeah, now I want the context. Like, because especially I go in with no opinion. I'm like, oh my God, this is incredible. Yeah. If I watch the season, I learn to hate her. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going to let her be redeemed so easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want Although, well, that's why it's really good that she starts with a yeah. prologue because it makes you hate Ben immediately. Mm-hmm. And that's key. It's like, when it becomes like Ben sucks, you're like, oh no, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Even though that has nothing to do with her behavior toward the other woman, women, mm-hmm. which is what made mm-hmm. people not like her. Yeah. Like it was mm-hmm. never her relationship with Ben that people had a problem with. Mm-hmm. But even then, when you're like, oh, but Ben sucks, you're like, so she's okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, it does make me want to fully pay like fifteen dollars to buy this season on Amazon. No, oh, I think I might be doing that. <laughs> yeah. no, I want to watch this. I'm gonna make. I Grace might do, do that it tonight. <laughs> I yeah. will be doing it tonight. Well, and if we've you got tonight, our handy dandy guide. Yes, epidemiology, Emily. Buy it on my parents' Amazon. And a snowball. <laughs> I'm gonna remember these names. Oh my god! I'm ready for the Baconator. Wow! I ready can't for wait. Baconator. Thank you so much for having me. This of was course. such a pleasure to read and to discuss. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you guys for the recap. I'm definitely uh, and, uh, interested. I It just brings me so much delight. The many, many times that we both tried oh. to read the same quote. <laughs> the very tr- reassuring of our friendship. Wild. Yeah. Like, truly mind meld. <laughs> it was our vaccines. Belt. The microchips linked up. 
Yeah, absolutely. The microchips linked up uh, and said page 43 is the place to be. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Anders, thank you for a phenomenal time thank as always. You. Thanks for um, having me. Of course, people tune in sometime in the future for more Dude, Bachelor this Book Club. Coming up, Diamonds and Hearts by Chris and Desiree current Seattle residents. So. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, Liv has therapy, so we have to hang up so yes. she can eat prior to it. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. <laughs> We've already mentioned therapy. It's all good. <laughs> Great. Okay, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is future Grace here. Um, we just realized we forgot to reveal who the B-list actress that Ben was dating before he was The Bachelor who, like, offered to pay him double of whatever he was going to make to not go on it and keep dating her. Anyway, um, it was Jennifer Love Hewitt. So that's the big reveal. Talk to you later.